0: This is the Acting Up Podcast, with your host, Allie Goodman. Welcome to the Acting Up with Allie Goodman Podcast. A backstage pass to the life of a professional working actor and mom raising a kid with special needs. We're going to talk about apologies today. It wasn't originally what we were going to talk about, but uh, I, this has come up and we need to discuss it. So, uh, I'll 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 preface this by saying that uh, I was really hoping to have launched a uh, a, a podcast about uh, with one of the people that I was interviewing. Unfortunately, as life happens, both of the people had to reschedule. It's not a big deal. It's unfortunate. It's the situation. And as I get more and more interviews and then maybe interspersed with some of these solo episodes, then we'll always have, be on schedule. So as I'm building up that savings account, if you will, of podcast episodes, I don't also don't want to get too far away from what's going on in the here and now because I think all of those things are super important. So let's talk about apologies. One of the things that we learn as kids and we teach our children super early on is to apologize when they do something wrong, when they hurt somebody, because kids are narcissistic. They don't, they can't help it. They, their world is I, I, I. They don't understand that there are other people in the world. In someone like Jackson's case, that actually extends further beyond when they the what you would say is a typical time when you can teach that hurt happens to other people Jackson doesn't really see the world outside of the in Jackson zone so does he see that he hurts other people i i do i do think that he can see that – do I think he has empathy? I do. I don't know that he knows how to handle it or express it when these things happen. So in Jackson's case, it's a little odd because as I was teaching a child about empathy, I was recognizing early on that he wasn't learning it the way most kids would learn how to take things off of themselves and at the same time we have a kid who doesn't understand pronouns or no I shouldn't say doesn't understand that's not fair who doesn't express pronouns in the typical way that we use language so he doesn't say I want this he often says you want this because that's what he's heard. He's heard us saying what we say to him, which is, Jackson, do you want this? Or Jackson, do you want an apple? So he'll say, you want an apple? As opposed to, I want an apple. And if you really think about it, teaching that is super confusing and difficult because you and I and switching it around, it's a very weird thing. So the fact that he's still struggling with this is not uncommon for kids who struggle with the pronoun difficulties who are on the spectrum but it is he is getting to a point where I really hope that he's going to start to figure it out a little bit easier I think some of that comes with his uh, maturity and growth and language all getting a little bit more facile for himself and getting a little him getting a little bit better with language in general so but my point is that Just because Jackson had struggles with that doesn't mean we don't teach it. So if he does something that makes Jordan cry, I make Jackson apologize to Jordan, even if I don't know if it's getting through. I assume it is. I don't know, but I still make him go through the motions because this is how we live in society: is we apologize for things, and when we do wrong, when we we apologize when we do something wrong. (laughs) There are some of us who apologize for things that are not our fault, and we've had to learn how to not do that as often ah the patriarchy i could go down that rabbit hole but i'm not gonna really well maybe a little but not really so this th- my point is that we teach this as with for kids we teach it early the apology the i hurt you here's the first thing i do i say i'm sorry that's step one great you said i'm sorry how many of us have heard, I'm sorry, and it's been, oh, an empty apology. I'm sorry. Like, we all know that tone means everything, you know, and and in this day and age, so much is written or typed or texted. So apologies have to be said, if you're hearing them verbally, in a way that is Comes across with real remorse. I can't tell you how many times John and I fight, and he's ready for the fight to be over, and I'm still angry, and he wants me to apologize, and my apology comes out really crappy. It, this is true. I, I will always apologize when I've done something wrong. I say always, but you know, I, I hope. I hope most of the time I do uh, when I've done something wrong, but it has to come from me in an authentic place. And sometimes I'm still mad. So I can say I'm sorry, but you're going to hear it in my voice that I don't really feel it right now. And it doesn't mean that I won't mean it in five minutes, but I need to do it on my time. And sometimes John's impatient, and he wants it over with. And then he gets mad at me because my apology sounds insincere. And I'm like, well, what'd you expect? So we have this big fight about it. But when I can come at apologizing authentically, it does come out of me with real remorse and authenticity. So I know how to be genuine. I also know how not to be genuine. I also know when somebody is saying they're sorry, and they're doing it With what feels like, I'm saying feels like, they don't really mean they're sorry, but they're saying it because they know that they're supposed to, okay? Now, the good thing is even though that kind of is what happens with Jackson, he'll say I'm sorry because I tell him he has to say he's sorry and he may not quite understand why he has to say it. It still kind of at least sounds somewhat sincere because I've said it sincerely, so he says it sincerely because he's really good at matching my <laughs> so anyhow uh, I don't know if in that case it actually makes sense but with anybody who's neurotypical and an adult apologies shouldn't be this difficult I mean Daniel Tiger knows that there's a whole Daniel Tiger song where Daniel Tiger says when you do something wrong or when you hurt somebody you say I'm sorry that's the first step and the second step is how can I help how can I help make it okay and I think we missed this second step a lot, so you're probably wondering, okay, what has triggered this conversation about apologies so a couple of things one, I think this this thought came to me i i my one of my episodes i got a i'm not gonna go into super details about this, but I got a message that somebody wanted to talk to me about one of my episodes, and i you know, ended up in a conversation with them about my intention behind it. And even though they didn't say they were offended, I felt like my, the way I explained something or didn't go into detail or didn't explain it properly, fully might have been offensive and might have hurt their feelings. Maybe not offensive, maybe more hurt their feelings because I didn't maybe understand fully and therefore only explained my side of it I mean granted this is my podcast it is my opinions it is how I feel and the work that I do on it is really from my point of view and I think that's pretty clear but also I I do have a responsibility in that I am there are at least a couple of you who listen so if I'm giving information my information should be correct and if it's not I should be apologizing for that and I should be you know, clearing that up and explaining whether it's in another episode or in other show notes uh, of that episode. Somehow I need to clear that up. And in this particular case, I don't know that that was warranted, that it was necessary, that it was necessarily that I went too far. It was more that this person felt like maybe I, we had gone off track on communication. Fine. Awesome. Great. So we had a great conversation. We talked it through. I did end up apologizing to them over the phone saying, you know, I really hope that what I said wasn't offensive or it didn't hurt your feelings or anything. And they never really said no, not really. It was more like, well, I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page, which felt a little bit like, eh, I was offended, but I'm trying to be the bigger person here, which was I super appreciated. I I also do believe that I, you know, did maybe owe them an apology and so I did I apologized and it was sincere it wasn't insincere but because I'm not 100% clear about where the frustration was I, I don't know where to like publicly apologize for that but I'll tell you all just imagine that I'm apologizing if I did not fully explain what I should have explained in that one episode that you have no idea what I'm talking about great I'm so glad that we're on the same page this situation that has brought this whole thing up for me actually just happened. I mean, I I just got off Facebook where this went down. So we have a problem in the theater world and mainly a lot in our Chicago theater world. There's a lot of people who do some really bad things. And there was a huge expose about it, Profiles Theater Uh, was exposed for not just having somebody who was a physical abuser who had abused many people in the community, specifically women in the community, uh, but they harbored him. So, like, they kept this abuser in a, a position of power to continue his abuse of people. If you're ever interested, go to the reader and you can take a look. It's an amazing article and it's a real like eye-opening experience of what happens and the thing is that's not even though they were the most exposed and there was a lot of evidence and all of this stuff this happens all the time there are places where people abuse their power and specifically our theater community is very attuned to it and we dive in whenever something happens that is you know smells bad looks bad walks bad it's gross and we call it out and there's a lot of activism that goes on in Chicago and I'm very very proud of that very proud of that because I think that the only way to change things is to activate ourselves and to say something well today was an example of that today somebody I I was alerted to this because I'm part of a group that is uh for theater folk and uh one of my friends, so this is how it happens sometimes in groups, if you're friends with somebody, their posts will pop up. So you don't see every single thing in your news feed, of course, or even the things that are in groups unless you go to that group specifically, uh, or you've set your notifications to tell you every single person who posts. That It's pretty rare that people want to do that because that's a lot of notifications. But I happened to open Facebook at a time where I the first thing on my news feed was showing me... A post that a friend of mine, who I'm friends with on Facebook, had posted, and she was asking for people to go and advocate for the situation, and then I'll explain what it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna issue a trigger warning because how I'm going to describe this, even though you're not seeing the photo, is awful. So just bear with me. So this is a theater in Chicago. They're a small storefront theater. They they're not like steppenwolf or the goodman or any of these big time theaters that have a lot of money this is like a small couple people on staff running this theater so i get it you know you 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 think this is a good idea you make a post and oops you screw up but it's how you respond that matters so this was what this was what it was they had in order to try to you know uh be a little edgy and get people in the seats and maybe get their post to be seen by more people they put up a really a a really gross picture it was a, a live piglet strung up and they you know somebody was holding its front legs and then another person was had their hand in the in the picture holding a knife and uh they said you cannot run and the idea was like oh come in get cool down for the summer and watch our theater Like, watch our show. And it was so offensive. Now, just to pause here, I want to just explain. My friend who posted this is vegan, like, full on, absolutely does not eat any animal of any kind. She's strictly, I mean, everything that she does is vegan. She lives a vegan lifestyle. And I super respect that. I am not vegan. I eat. Fish and seafood and and eggs and I have dairy. Okay, so these are the things that are part of my life. I do not eat what I call land meat <laughs> or fly meat. <laughs> fly meat. That sounds horrible. Anything that flies, I don't eat that, and I don't eat anything that walks on land in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I do eat things from the sea and from you know the ocean and whatever. So that I guess is the difference. Uh, and I will. Uh, eat eggs and I will have dairy so I am not a full vegan this is not like a platform I stand on on the regular but uh, and the reason that I'm that I'm veg that I'm sorry pescatarian really didn't stem from an animal rights place it stemmed from a digestive place I don't process meat well at all in my system and it's been an ongoing problem I've had since I was 15 so I ever I, and I could go a few years I wouldn't eat it and then I would try to eat it and I'd be okay and then about a year later I'd get sick again so I was like this is stupid and why am I doing this and I went through this cycle maybe three or four times and I thought this is dumb I'm not doing this anymore and I've cut it out and been a hundred percent animal land animal free for many a year Many, many years, probably going on 15, 16 years now. Maybe oh maybe a little less, about 15 years, maybe. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. However, having been through that and having been somebody who loves animals, and I do love animals, I have always been triggered, traumatically triggered by anything having cruelty to animals. I am the person who I truly believe they created that website, does the dog die? Because I have to know what happens to the animal and if something bad happens, I will not watch the movie. And if I am surprised by it, it will haunt me and it will trigger me and I will cry and I will go into a a bad state of bad things. It's not good. You don't want to be there, ask my husband, it ain't pretty. Uh, So much so that there are movies that he really wants to show me that he knows he never can because something terrible happens to an animal. Uh, And for whatever reason, it's always a freaking dog. Okay. So, but that being said, this picture was immensely triggering for me. I I don't know. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that they put this up. And here's the thing. I'm surprised I even went and looked because – my friend h- wrote the description of what the picture was, but in order to comment in their Facebook, I had to go there and that popped up so I had to see it. So long story short, I commented and said it was awful and you needed to take it down amongst a couple of other people who said the same thing. Then I went to my own Facebook page and my, my profile page and I urged kindly for people to ask them to take it down to encourage urge uh you know I was not angry in my language I was very I was very measured in how I wrote it and used words like encourage and urge to take it down uh now it was kind of quickly done I will give them this credit they took it down very fast they must have gotten a lot of messages I know I know my friend had messaged them I know that from our comments on there people they they must have seen it and so they did take it down off of their Facebook and they issued an apology. And their apology was very empty, would be how I'd call it. And it, it bothered me because it I was frustrated by their, oh, I don't know, lack of good language, would be how I'd put it. So... The longer that they ha- – so the very first time that they put up an apology, it was very, oops, are bad. That that was what that felt like. It was like, ooh, we've taken down the, uh, the post that was offensive to some of you, and uh, sorry, that was a misstep, and um, we realized that it was offensive. The second time that they amended the apology, it was like, we hope to win back your respect – And then now they've issued a third apology. And I haven't read it, and I'm reading it. I'm literally going to read it live to you right now. Uh, Hi, everyone. Earlier today, you may have seen a post made in extremely poor taste. It was not appropriate and was due to lack of oversight. We cannot apologize enough for it. We also would like to apologize for the quick and not so sincere original apology. As a theater that runs under the radar most of the time, we are not used to damage control and the effects of fast-moving social media. As the new managing director of this organization, it has really solidified to me our need to define stronger oversight into our posting, and it will be taken seriously. As our community, your trust, feelings, and support are at the highest of our concerns. While we cannot take it back by any means, I would like to offer something constructive out of this. We want your thoughts. We want your suggestions. If you have them, please do not hesitate to email me personally. Uh, All messages will be responded to to Thank you. Okay. So let me break this down. First of all, I'm going to just like give huge props to them for reissuing now yet a third apology. Now, I will say that I did update my Facebook post and say that they had issued an apology, but that the apology sucked. This was apology number one. And as of that point, they had not taken it off their website. Then they issued apology number two, and in the comments I said, oh, I see they've amended the apology, and that apology sucks too. So I did, you know, engage that. This third apology is way better and probably should have been where they started from because while I still have a few issues with it, I am very happy to see that they are – jumping in to try to fix the problem rather than just cover it up or throw what I would say throw some dirt on it and hope that nobody notices yeah they're right they do run under the radar and like we acknowledged there's probably two people on staff there and one person does their posting and about 15 other things that they do I get it I get it I get it however that is something that this is should be a lesson to all places that and this goes to anybody who does social media who does anything that has to do with you know that kind of image branding or any of that look if you're okay with posting something like that and alienating some of the people who care about you then that's your gimmick you're going to you're going to attract someone, you're going to be a niche for someone, but you are for sure going to hear about it. And if that's okay with you, if you're okay with that kind of relationship with the public, that you're divisive in some way. I mean, that's how Rush Limbaugh lives his life. That's how like, you know, so many people live. They're like, well, I'm going to be this person's flavor and not this person's flavor. And I'm fine with that. And let's have a fight about it. Um, Or haha, I can do what I want kind of attitude great then that's what you are and who you are but as far as like a theater that I know is fledgling that definitely doesn't want to alienate any of their people this is the kind of apology that you should probably have get ready to go from the get-go this is like a heated warning to other theaters who probably are in the same position and listen I'm I love theater I am this is what I do with my life but I also know that as they said in their social media runs really fast and things are going to happen and you're not going to know that they're coming at you as fast as they are. So I'm going to say that, <laughs> that you need to be really aware and trustworthy and if something happens, if you make a what you might call a this step, I think that's a gross like oversimplification of what it was. I think what happened – Somebody had to know that what they were doing was going to be triggering. They had to because the whole point of it was you cannot run. That's so gross. Come on. So I think that even though I I absolutely think this apology is way better and would have probably I would have left it alone as it is. Breaking it down and looking at it, I gotta say, you gotta do better. You have to do better if you are putting yourself out there to build an audience, to build a community. You can't be doing stuff like this. I mean, let's just, I mean, one of the bigger theaters around here just had a post of Agatha Christie's play and had a noose hanging down. A freaking noose, y'all. Like, where are we in this world? And for quite a while never took it down like it took time and they're a big theater with a lot of money so I was really shocked that it took them as long as it did to pull this image down change it around and do something else like it was ours it should not have taken that long I was shocked and I shouldn't have been shocked I think that's what's so frustrating is it feels like this is these are fires we put out on the regular basis this these things have to get vetted y'all like these things have to get vetted better and you need to have somebody who doesn't just post and run they post and then you have to be on it because if this if you have you will have backlash I gotta tell you I I don't know if some of the people that saw that are willing to come back because I don't know you probably lost a lot of trust I don't know that I want to go see a show there I'm not saying I won't I'm not saying that they can't win me back that they can't do something but man it would have been smart for them to be like and we're going to donate X amount of ticket sales to blah, 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 or we're going to do, you know, to some sort of an an animal rights, you know, you know, organization, or, yeah, we know we're not for profit, but we screwed up. So we're going to take, we're going to personally go down and, you know, volunteer at the shelter, or we're going to, do something, you know, something that's not just, hi, we wrote an apology and that should be enough. And again, I don't know what you should do, but man, you should have been smarter before you posted something like that and traumatized and hurt a lot of people. And maybe there are people out there who think that I'm overreacting about this. Okay, fine. By all means, you don't have to live in my mind and you don't have to live in my trauma and you don't have to live in my anxiety that sees something harmful and hurtful happening. I mean, we've already got a situation where – we have guns in in people shooting in festivals. I mean, and little kids getting killed, and we're being told that we're too sensitive. I'm sorry. When are we? When when are we? When are we sensitive enough? When are we the right amount of Goldilocks sensitive for you? I would like to know because I, I'm I can't. And at, I, yes, I get it. At some point. You know, maybe everything becomes a problem, but you know what? If you're hurting somebody, you say, I'm sorry, and how can I fix it, and let me offer some ideas to help. I think Daniel Tiger might have missed that piece because I think what sometimes happens is it puts the onus on the person who's hurt to come up with a way for you to get absolved, and that is not okay. So you hurt me. You say you're sorry. Okay, maybe you're totally sincere about it. Cool, 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 cool. But then rather than offering up options, you're like, how can I help? Now, first, I think that's okay to be like, look, I screwed up. I am so, so sorry. Do you have an idea of something I can do to help? Because I have – then say, but because I have a few ideas and you can tell me if those will work or not or if you want to hear them. I would offer that because that takes then the responsibility off of the person who's been hurt and they can say, no, please, I'd like to hear what your ideas are. And then you could say, oh, okay, here. I'm thinking that if I do this, this might help. Would this help if I do this? Yeah, that would help. That would be great. I'd appreciate that. I think that's the piece we're missing. We're missing the piece where the person who does the hurt has to actually take action rather than just say I'm sorry, which is starting to feel empty and not enough anymore. You know, when when I accidentally – you know, knocked Jordan over the other day. I mean, it wasn't hard or anything, but he fell. I immediately, I said, oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. And I picked him up and I hugged him. And, you know, I rubbed, you know, his arm where he, you know, fell or, you know, his hand or whatever it was that he fell on. And, and you know, Jordan is 14 months, so he can't really tell me how I can do better. But I Took action. I didn't just go, oops, sorry, bud, and like walk away. Even if it was sincere, oops, sorry, buddy. And then, like, you know, I stayed. I made sure that he was okay. I made sure that his hurt was taken care of. So maybe we need to start taking care of the hurt a little bit more. I like that he opened it up and said, if you have suggestions, you can write to me. But I would have much more appreciated him to say, here are some ideas I have and let me offer them. If those sound right to you, and if you have better ideas, I'm open to hearing them. Like I don't want to put all the rest, all the responsibility on you, those of you that we've hurt. So let me offer this. With that help, and not fix it, not absolve me of this crime or well, not crime. It's terrible. Absolve me of this thing I did, but at least it could start the repair process. You know, like I said, I'm giving them a lot of. You know, I'm I'm clapping my hands for them because they did go back and again and again and try to fix it. So I'm giving them that due because I think that they're definitely working overtime right now in a way that they've never had to deal with damage control, like they said, and they're trying their best. And I I, I absolutely acknowledge that. Uh, I think all of us could do better, you know, and again... I liked that they apologized for their crappy apology. I think that was huge. And I think we all could do that too. I'm bad at this. I'm telling you right now, I am bad at this. If I don't, if my apology is not, if my, if I apologize, I get really frustrated if somebody like doesn't accept my apology right away. Like, what do you mean you're not, what do you mean? Like, Clearly, they're still hurt, or I didn't do a good job, or whatever. But I don't. I get mad. Like, well, you should just accept it. I. I mean, obviously, I was would not say I'm sorry unless I meant it, because I don't. I don't ever apologize unless I'm feeling that sincerity. Because if you force it out of me, it's never going to sound sincere, as I said earlier. So I get mad, and I need to. I need to check myself on that. I need to stop doing that, and I need to think. Okay, somewhere, somehow. This wasn't enough. So let me take Daniel's, Daniel Tiger's steps here, and first say I'm sorry. Second, ask if there's s- how I can help, and then immediately follow it up with how uh, an offer to fix, like ways that I've come up with, so that the onus is not 100% on the person who was hurt and feels vulnerable. I think that's that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give a shout out to Alyssa. Th- Thorterson, probably saying your name wrong, hun. I'm sorry. You're awesome. Thank you for alerting me to this. Thank you for being such a great advocate. Uh, I totally respect you, and I think you're the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas. And I super appreciate that we've met maybe once in person, and yet I follow you on all of these many, many platforms because I think you're freaking awesome. So thank you, and you're lovely, and we're going to be okay. <laughs> all of us. We are going to be okay. And, and just once again to my lovely theater community and people in general, just let's all say it together. Step one, say you're sorry. Step two, ask how can I help and immediately follow up with here are some ideas I have. Do you want to hear them? Yes? Are we all in agreement we have all learned how to apologize to somebody again good all right let's breathe let's all breathe I'm hoping that next week we will have an interview I'm hoping that next week uh, you'll get to hear somebody's voice other than mine uh, but you know in case you can't get enough of me which you know we know you can't please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at a l i r-e-a-l-t-o-r-e-e-l and you can find me on twitter at ali underscore goodman ali is spelled a-l-i underscore goodman and you can find me on podbean at www.actinguppodcast.com and rate and review this podcast so that more people can find it and hear my many rants about apologizing (laughs) properly (sighs) Uh I really appreciate all of you for listening and sticking with us. You're good people. You're all awesome. It's been, it's a lot. It's a lot sometimes. And, you know, we fight these fights one at a time. So we do our best. And, uh, all right, friends, until next week, just take it one day at a time, one minute at a time, sometimes one second at a time, just hang in there, friends. We are all in this together.